everyone, this is Aurora with Supercharged Science and I understand there was some problems with the last video so um, we restarted it and we're going to try this again so give us a thumbs up if this looks good. Um, so over the summer what do you do with your kids, right? They're driving you crazy, they're bored. How do we get them really interested and excited and do some fun things that's not too expensive and really, really um, gets them interested and excited about the world around them? So here's an interesting way of looking at it. So I look at what my kids are already interested in. You know, it might be basketball or soccer or swimming. But I, one thing I really notice that doesn't usually stick out, but is when I do the laundry as, um, you know, like what comes in, what stays in the laundry <laughs> are rocks. You know, the kids are constantly picking up like little treasures, even though I give them little boxes that they can hide anywhere they want in the whole house. Um, still somehow I am pulling rocks out of the dryer and the washer. So I thought, well, wouldn't it be cool if we did a thing over the summer where it taught kids about rocks and so they could see how to test rocks and how to make them um, really learn all that they can about it because it's something they're already interested in anyway and but they may not be aware of it so one thing I have for my kids over the summer now these are just some of my ideas if you like them great run with them if you don't just keep watching so you get the next tip um, okay so one of the things I always have for my kids is a microscope so this microscope has a uh, two heads on it here and so this is a teaching head now you you don't need anything fancy like this I just happen to have these because I'm a science teacher um, but so it makes it easy for me to see what they're looking at when they look in here I can look in another one um, so they've already had lessons in how to use this this is a compound microscope and it's got you know the stages on it and so forth um, they have their box of slides and their cover slips and they also have um, when they want to do like heat fixes and stains and they've got tweezers and all kinds of stuff in there. So that's all available to them so it's out. You know, if you want your kids to play the violin, you don't want to keep it in a closet somewhere in a case. You know, you want to bring it out, have it out and open so they can practice with it. So that's what this is. And I also have field guides, you know, so I have local birds, I have, what do I have now, wildflowers, um, I have more field guides and they're out so the kids can like flip through them and just browse through them and and see what's really interesting to them. And I also have the microscope book so when they look in there and they're like, I don't know what that is, you can get these things from the library. It's just some kind of guide that will um, be a reference book so they can look things up. Um, speaking of reference books, um, I, I always have a place for a periodic table. Now, in my old house, uh, this used to be by the dinner table because we would have all kinds of great discussions. Then we'd look up and it's like, I don't know, is, you know, how many atoms does zinc have? Or atoms. <laughs> electrons does zinc have? You know, we would just have all these questions. And so it was so cool to look up on the um, periodic table. Now, we moved to this house and there are windows everywhere, so I don't have place for around my dinner table yet to put these. But, you know, we would have things like maps. We'd be like, wow, where is that? How far is that? Um, or how close is that? And then we'd have maps and charts everywhere. So it would just naturally pique our kids' curiosity. And my oldest, who's a senior right now, but when he was younger, when he was in like sixth grade or so, this was his one of his favorite books. And he would flip through, and each page is about one element. So, oh, wait, you can't see. There you go. And so each page is dedicated to just one element, and it's got all kinds of information. So it goes with, this is the book that goes with this chart. Um, so just having this out, you might have a kid like this, and if you do, that kid is going to absolutely love that book. 
Um, okay, so, but I promised to teach you about some rocks and stuff. Simple things. All you do is you go outside and you scoop up some rocks and then you take a look at them. Um, and there are a lot of different things you can do if you want your kids to naturally be curious about, you know, or uh, if you want your kids to be able to take their curiosity one step further, you got to give them some tools. And the tools don't have to be anything fancy. For example, I have a little basket here and it's got some flashlights. And it has a little handheld magnifier. Actually, it's got two handheld magnifiers. The other one's in here somewhere. There it is. Okay, nothing really fancy. Um, this is an unglazed porcelain tile. They can they take rocks and they streak them. That's how they tell the difference between fool's gold and regular gold. If you, for example, if you streak this, it's going to be a muddy brown color. But if it's a chunk of real gold, it'll leave a gold streak. So that's one thing you can do as a geologist. Um, there are uh, some rocks uh, have iron in them, so they'll be attracted to a magnet. And I also have a little meteorite thing over here I'll tell you about in a minute. So having magnets in there, this is a filter for one of the flashlights. Um, uh, I have nails and copper pennies because you want to know how hard certain materials are. For example, if I come over here to talc, I can actually scratch this with my fingernail and leave the little scratch marks on it. So talc is a very soft rock. It feels kind of greasy too. Um, but something harder like quartz, I'm not going to be able to scratch. And so you can try different things, like you can try the, um, a nail, you can try uh, you know, a pocket knife, that sort of thing. Or you can try one of these rocks against another and see who scratches who, and then, or who scratches whom, I guess. And that will tell you what order all of these go in, what their hardness is. And so these here, these charts, these are actually from my own, um, if you've ever taken my live geology class, uh, where it's a teleclass, and I've actually printed out some of the slides. And it's so cool because my daughter the other day, somebody was asking, you know, I don't really understand what a crystal is. Like, how is a crystal dif different from like a rock or a gem? And she popped out the answer right away. And actually, was, she said this exact thing. She said, well, a crystal is a mineral that looks like how the atoms are arranged on the um, inside. And so she was able to to absorb the information because it was already around her. And there are lots of charts and graphs and stuff and print things you can print out, things like really basic concepts you want the kids to know. Um, and just being exposed to those really um, will help them understand it. Like, for example, we have um, pictures of pyrite here, and I have a rock they can actually pick up. So it's something they can see. And here's a picture of halite, which is some um, salt. And so they actually lick this one. <laughs> And they made the worst face. Uh, but it's a rock, right? So we talked about that. And um, we have all kinds of interesting things. This is a UV light. Whoop, that one. Oh, looks like. There we go. Um, and so this is actually a really much more high power UV light. And so I, when the lights are down, I can actually see who fluoresces. And so I've got all kinds of rocks that they can touch and pick up. Um, quartz, you know, this is a collection we've had. Somebody gave me this from the side of the road. It fluoresces like bright green. Um, and bismuth, this is a crystal that you can form. Um, these, you can cook these on your stove and make them. Um, pyrite, of course, you've seen. All kinds of um, amethyst, all kinds of cool things that are on display that kids can just touch and play with. Um, these are all fluorescent, so I'm not going to be able to see it too well. Maybe I should come back and do it later, but um, you'll see that they flash a different color when exposed to a UV light. Oh, there you go. Can you see that one? I don't know if you can see that. I don't even know if I'm aiming it at the right place. So I'll have to do this when the lights are down. Um, but then I have all different forms of calcite, for example. These are all the same, but they look different, right? These are all calcite.
And so we have, we have different ways of showing that. And here's another one here. These are all fluorite, but they all look different. So um, anyway, so we just want the kids to play with it and really get a feel for all the different variations. Um, I have picked up over the years different meteorites. And so the, they have little boxes in here. And I have, um, I put a bunch of meteorites here and some meteor wrongs. And so the kids have to go through and figure out which rocks are real and which ones are fake. Like this is a piece of copper. Um, but it looks cool, right? That could come from out of space. <laughs> so, um, and then there's little instructions on how to do that. So they do it at their own time, at their own leisure. And when they find stuff, they add it to the collection. So I've got all kinds of rocks and stuff in different places on the world. We try to find them, like in New Jersey. Um, certain minerals will fluoresce all that same color, but that same mineral, if you find it in Texas, is going to fluoresce differently. So, um, so we talk about that. This one's my favorite set. This is um, like a teacher set of different rocks and stuff that we talk about. And, um, and so here's more, uh, just more rocks. I have a lot of rocks, don't I? <laughs> so here, this one's really cool because they have to match up, when we talk about color, they have to match up the color with this, uh, with a card. So you can get sets like this. Um, and then I also put numbers on the rocks so they can see if they're right at the end. I put the number on the back. Um, so long story short, you just get yourself some rocks could be any kind of rocks. And then you give them some tools and you do teach them how to test for hardness. You do streak tests, where you, which, which is where you scratch it on like a um, the bottom of a mug or something if you don't have a, a porcelain tile without any glaze on it. Um, and you can get black ones of these and whites. So you can test different color rocks because if you test a white rock on a white tile, you can't really see it. Um, and so you just give them little things you can do and little um, tidbits. There, um, you want to have field guides, and you just want to make it an environment where they can touch and explore and play with things because that's where the magic really happens with kids. And just to keep them interested and excited, like I gave one of my kids this set. This was like um, they were trying to get rid of a bunch of mineral kits, and he had to figure out which one was which. And he looks at it and he's like, well, I don't know. I said, well, let's, let's just break it down, you know. I've got a magnet here. Is any of them magnetite, perhaps? And so he runs it over, and sure enough, one of them sticks to it. And he's like, oh, I found it. <laughs> so he found one of them. Um, and so it's the whole process. You know, it, science isn't just a laundry list to check off and get done. It's something that you teach them how to think. And so by having materials out and available, now you may not have all these crazy um, amounts of rocks that I do, uh, but you have rocks in your backyard. And you have a ways of thinking and asking questions, because that's what science is, the act of asking questions. Actually, I should say the art, rather, of asking questions and getting back answers. Oh, I almost forgot to show you this. I have down here a box. And this is how we do geology with kids initially. And we, um, we give them a box, and we each one of these boxes, or each one of these, inside this box is a bag. And here you can see through this one. And you can see inside this bag, it's sand and there are rocks. Here, let me actually open it so you can see it better. And you can, let's see if I can open this enough so you can see in the bag. There we go. So you can kind of see in the bag, you can't see anything, can you? All right, that totally didn't work. Um, 
yeah, welcome to science, right? Okay, so basically, if you kind of look through the bag, you'll see there are all these little bits, and those bits are rocks that I've collected. And so what the kids do is we give them a magnet, we give them a street plate, we give them a little glass plate so they can see if it scratches glass. Uh, we give them a nail and a penny to see if those things scratch the rocks so they figure out how um, hard each one is. And then we give them a little bingo sheet that looks like this. So this is the... There we go. I think most of them are still attached. This is the sheet that goes with that bag. And so they have to figure out which one goes where. And um, it, it says things on here, like for example, gypsum. Look for a white, soft looking rock, can be scratched by a coin. And so there's only like one, two rocks in here that are white that can be scratched by a coin. So, um, so it's really easy for them to find. Then there's like yellow for sulfur, right? And then they can find that one easy. Um, and so each one has like a little description, you know, like scoria could be red or black, full of holes. When you try to scratch it, it makes no streak at all. So it starts to give them little distinctions about how real geologists can tell one rock from another, because they're just pretty, right? <laughs> but no, there's actually a science that goes with this. Um, okay, so that's, that's another idea you can do. Um, those types of kits, um, you can get them from, what's the name of that company that makes these? Um, Let's see, geology field trip in a bag. Doesn't even say the name on these. Do you just, um, I'm not even sure. I'll see if I can post something. Um, oh, you know, my own kid is actually starting to make science kits, so you can check that out. I think he's doing a geology one and a hovercraft one and um, a flying machines one and stuff like that. So there are lots of places you can get things. So enjoy your kids. Have a fabulous summer. Come back. Ask me tons of questions. I'm actually going to be taking a road trip soon, which is why geology is great to start with because everywhere you go, people have rocks. And so you can tell what part of the country you're in based on what kind of rocks there are. Um, and so anyway, so this is something that's super cool that you can share with your kids. And just it's something that's super simple, super easy. Again, the tools that you need are simple that like um, everybody has magnifying lenses and probably a refrigerator magnet and nails and pennies and the bottom of a mug um, and uh, flashlights and all that kind of stuff. And you can get research books like this from the library. And so it's really super simple to set up a quick little corner where your kids can explore and give you like 10 minutes a piece <laughs> for the summer. So if you have any questions, let me know. This is Aurora with Supercharged Science, and this was our study in rocks and geology. I will see you next time.